1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you for sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Brothers and sisters, doors of opportunity have been opened to us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve all the things that God has prepared for us. But open doors of opportunity only benefit those who walk through. If we don't do what we need to do to walk through the doors that God has opened for me and you will never receive or achieve a single thing that God has waiting for me and you. That's why it's so important for me and you to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God's opened for me and you, so that we can step into all the awesomeness and all the awesome things that our awesome God has for me and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But
2: before I do,
1: I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it goes.
2: How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Got your Bible with you. I invite you to turn to Revelations chapter 3, our foundational text for the teaching that I'm doing right now. Of course, this is an awesome opportunity that God has extended unto each and every one of us in the body of Christ to be able to step into the tremendous things that he has planned for each and every one of us. It's good to see you out in church today. Praise God. you get some good-looking Christians. Praise God. And it's exciting to be able to serve you as well as to be a blessing unto you. So, so today... Have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say, and I guarantee you that you're going to be blessed today. Have an ear to hear what the Lord is going to say unto you, and I guarantee you, he's going to empower you and guide you as well as bring you through the open door that God has in store for you to be able to step into the fullness of the things that he has promised you in the name of Jesus. Revelation chapter 3, we'll start reading in verse 7. It says, And to the angel of the church of Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true. He that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. That's us. We're the ones that have strength given to us by God. We're the ones that have kept his name and refused to deny his name. We've locked in on God, on, on the fact that we are God's child and that God's word is true and he will do everything he said he will do. We have locked in in it despite what it is that we face, what it is that we've seen, what it is that we have not received, what it is that has not been done. And we've locked in that God's word is true and that's the way we're going to live and that's what we're going to do. And God says that I've seen your works. But then he says, behold, I've opened unto you a door. We, we are people who have been paying attention to what it is that we do, our works and all that it is that's been, that we think we should do. But God is wanting you this year to behold, he has opened unto you a door. There's a door open before each and every one of us to be able to step through so that we can be able to receive all the awesome things that God has promised both me and you. There's a door that's open before you and I that will cause us to be able to see the manifestations of the blessings right before our very eye. There's a door that's open before each and every one of us this day. All we have to do is walk in based upon what the word of God has to say. No longer are we going to be concerning ourselves with our works, with our way of doing things and our way of accomplishing what it is that God has in store for us. But this year, God is opening a door for us to be able to get in it his way, to be able to walk in his way, so that we can be able to receive what he has for us this very day. This is a year of an open door. This is the year where God has opened a door wide for you to be able to step forward and be able to receive and achieve all the things that He has promised you. This is a year for you to be able to step forward into the promises that He has in store for you, receive the promises that He have in store for you, begin to operate in the life that He has planned for you to be able to operate in all the days of your life. This is a year of ease for you to be able to move forward into the awesome things that that God has in store for you because he said, behold, I've opened unto you a door. Focus on the fact. Behold, uh, which means focus on the fact that I've opened unto you a door. This year, you need to focus on the concept that God has opened a door for you to be able to step through, to be able to receive all the promises that he has in store for you. Did I say all the promises? I said all the promises. All the promises that he has in store for you, God has opened a door for you to be able to walk through. So, and this is a door that he said no man can shut. That means that at this point in time, it's irrelevant what anybody else is or is not doing in the middle of your life. It is irrelevant whether everybody is doing what you think they should do or doing what you think they should not do. That is irrelevant. There's only going to be one thing that's going to cause you to not get through the door that God has in store for you, and that is you. But we say we are no longer going to be in the way of the things that God has to say. We are no longer going to get in the way of what it is that God has promised us each and every day, but we're going to do what's necessary to step forward into the awesome things that God has has in store for us let the church say amen. amen oh yeah this year we're moving forward into what God has in store for us no more excuses about what these people aren't doing and that person isn't doing what they said and what they did and what they didn't say and what they didn't do no this year God says I've opened the door for you this door is for you personally everybody say me personally This is about you now. This is going to be strictly between you and him, talking about the living God, the one who's holy, the one who's true, the one who does everything he said he will do, that is not based upon whether or not you're with the right people, not with the right people, around the wrong people, and all that other kind of stuff. Now it's between you and him. This is good news, because it's between you and him. Everybody else is out of the way. This is now going to be an A and B conversation and everything, and everybody else is going to see their way out, because you're going to escort them through through the door that's been opened for you to be able to cause them to get away from you so that you can be able to move forward into the awesome things that God has planned for each and every one of us. Let the church say amen. Amen. I turn over to the book of Hebrews chapter 4. Of course, this is just a review for the people who've been coming for a little while now. If you haven't been here for the last few weeks, I suggest strongly that you get to the last couple CDs that we did because the Lord has been laying the foundations for what it is that he has planned for each and every one of us. Of course, we here know that I am a serious preacher, praise God. Not just a serious preacher, but I'm a serious preacher, praise God. God floods me with revelation and understanding and clarity so that I can be able to share with you all that it is he has in store for you. When I give you these verses, especially the ones that we go over from week to week, I would suggest strongly that you get those things deep in your mind and and so that your spirit can be activated by those words that God has to say to be able to move forward into what he has in store for you. I would suggest this year that you know Revelation chapter 3 verses 7 and 8. I would suggest strongly this year that you know Hebrews chapter 4 the stuff that we're going to read today. In fact the entire chapter 4. We're not going to read all that today. But I suggest you know that chapter this year. And I suggest that you know the next one that we give after that because those three verses, those three uh, chapters and those uh, uh, three uh, uh, verses will uh, give you an opportunity to be able to step forward into the fullness of things that God has in store for you this year. If you were looking for something to study, that's what you ought to study this year, and it's going to be a tremendous blessing to you. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1. He said, Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left of entering into his rest any of you should seem to come short of. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said. As I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundations of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. See, they didn't mix faith with it, and they operated in unbelief. And as a result of that, they never entered into the rest that was available unto them. Again, he limiteth a certain day, uh, saying in David, today, after so long a time, as it is said, today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day? There remaineth, therefore, a rest to the people of God. There remains a rest for the people of God. There's a rest that's waiting on you and me. We remember, although this is the year of the open door, we know that God has also been given further explanation of the fact that there's going to be a rest that's going to bring you the rest. There's going to be a rest that's going to bring you the rest. That when you enter into the rest that he has in store for you, then the rest of what he promised you is going to have opportunity to manifest in the midst of your life. Because the rest of what God has promised you comes through the rest that you only receive from God. The rest of what he promised you only comes in the rest of, uh, 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 that only comes from God. Because if you don't enter into the rest of God, then you will enter into your own works. And your own works will not allow you to be able to open fo- or move through the open door that God has planned for you. But if you enter into the rest, which is based upon the fact that I believe, Rest based upon the fact that I know who God is and I know what he said and I believe what he said and I can now rest in the fact that he's going to do everything he said he's going to do. So I don't have to be struggling and straining. I don't have to be dealing with the things that's causing pain to be able to manifest in the midst of my life. But now I can be able to move forward into the things that God has in store for me easily. He said that there were people who did not mix faith with what it is that they heard. But we are a people who are going to mix faith with the things that we hear. We're going to mi- I said we're going to mix faith with the things that we hear. We're going to uh, I- I operate and bring action, feet to our faith. We're going to bring words. We're going to be actions to our words. And we're going to do what it is that we're supposed to do so that we can step forward and receive all the things that God has in store for you, me and you. We read on. Verse 9. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that enter into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his. Verse 11 tells us what it is that our admonition is for this year. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. That the same thing that happened to them who did not believe is the same thing can happen to you if you do not mix faith with what it is he said that he he is willing to do. And we already learned that arguably most theologians believe that it was around 3.5 million people that were delivered out of Egyptian bondage. But they also know that out of those 3.5 million people that were delivered, only two of them entered in to what it is that God had in store for them. Only two of them entered in. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be one of them. Amen. Are you listening to me? Blessed be the name of the Lord. And I like to believe that that was then, this is now. There's the people that know how to enter into the things that God has in store for us, and we know that we're going we're gonna to mix faith what it is that God said. We're going to believe what God said. We're not going to allow unbelief to be in the midst of our life so that we can be able to move forward into the awesome things that God has planned for each and every one of us because there's a rest that remains for me and you. And once we receive that rest, then we will receive the rest of the things that God has promised me and you. That's therefore, it says in verse 10, for he that is entered into his rest, he also have ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. And then, of course, it goes on after that to say, for the word of God is quick and powerful because it's the word that's life giving. See, the word gives life. And so we got to go to the word to get to life so that we can believe what it is he said and then thereby enter into the rest that he has in store for each and every one of us. And, and, and this year we're going to do that. Turn to Matthew chapter 11, please. This is the third one, that I said you need to know this year. Matthew chapter eleven. He kept saying we need to enter into His rest, and so let's find out whose rest He's talking about. Matthew chapter eleven. Let's start reading in verse twenty-eight. Well, verse twenty-seven. It says, "All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father; neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and He to whom the Son, Him, He to whomsoever the Son will reveal Him." Come unto me, letters in red, Jesus speaking, so we know this is him talking. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. See, this rest that he said that remaining for each and every one of us will be given to us by Jesus Christ. Who we know is the word of God who manifested in visible form for us to be able to behold the glory of the Father, full of grace and truth. That he is the one who has came unto us, was sent to us by the Father to be able to share with us the Father's thoughts, teach us how it is that the Father thinks, teach us what the Father wants us to know so that inside of us faith can grow, that we can then believe and receive all the things that God has in store for us. But he says, come unto me, all ye who who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. See, and he'll just give it to us and take my yoke upon me or, or take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We've learned already that the Lord said, Come unto me, who is the anointed word who came from the Father. God's going to be able to share with you his anointed word this year like you've never heard it before. Oh, I know you've been hearing it real good, especially up here at Mighty Word of Faith NSA. Know you've been hearing it good, but get ready to hear it at a whole nother level. Whereas God's going to begin to start sharing with you his word and revealing things unto you that you didn't even know that was operating in you. He's going to start revealing things to you that you didn't even know was going on. He's going to start showing you things, I'm telling you. When why? So that you can be able to have faith in him, have trust in him, get rid of your own works, lock into the work that he wants you to operate in, which is faith and operating and believing in what he's saying, so that you can be able to move forward into the fullness of what God has in store for you. Everybody say the fullness. The fullness. Yeah, he wants you to move forward into the fullness of things that he has in store for you. And so that's why he said all ye who labor and are heavy laden. We already learned that that word labor means those of us who feel fatigued because some of us are just tired. Some of us are just worn out. Some of us are just, uh, have been doing this and, and doing that and doing this and doing that, and we know that God's promise is true, but we ain't seen the manifestation of all the things he said he would do. Oh, we see a few things come through every once in a while, just enough to be able to keep us inspired to continuously move forward. But it's time out for that carrot that's dangling up in front of our face. It's time for us to step in and receive all that comes as a result of God's grace. We are God's children. We are the representatives of the living God. And God says he delights in the prosperity of his servants and And we've been serving God and so because of that we want the fullness of what he has in store for us where is my prosperity but Jesus said everything that the father has has been delivered unto me and you need to come unto me to receive it work with me now don't get upset but a lot of us have been coming unto the man of God to get what God has in store for you but no God wants you to learn to come to him because he's the one that has been delivered to are you listening to me through the form of Jesus Christ who is the word a lot of us have been coming to church to get it but understand the church don't have it for you but God does that's why he put it in the word he said everything in see every everything has been delivered unto him because it's in that word the promises of God are already yea and amen in Christ that if you learn to get into Christ and you get into Christ this year like you've never gotten into him before you're going to find out that there is waiting for you a bunch of promises that's already yea and amen said unto you it's nothing that you got to be begging God about nothing that you got to be asking God about over and over again bombarding the gates of heaven and constantly just praying to him until he finally Come through, God said. No, that's not the way we do. What we do, there's a rest that's waiting for you. And when you learn to just rest in the fact that my word is true and do the things I tell you to do, then you'll see me come through. God's gonna come through for you this year like He has never come through before. I said never come through before. I'm mean, I at mixed faith with what I'm telling you now. God's gonna come through for you like He's never come through for, before. Because you're going to get a chance to see God's side's blessings manifest in the midst of your life. God's side's deliverance happen in the middle of your life. I'm talking about God's size. To the point where there'll be an enemy that's surrounded all about you. But God will deliver you out of the midst of them just like that. To the point that there will be no more around from that point forward. Are you listening to me? That's where You'll be finding yourself in the midst of financial destitution and situations. But then God will cause financial manifestations that will wipe clean I said clean everything that it is that was in your way so that you could be able to move forward easily into what God has to say this is no year for sweating this is no year for fretting this is no year for 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 betting this is a year for getting are you listening to me I said this is a year for getting everybody say getting getting yeah get in. Amen. It's your forgetting. And it's time to get what God's got in store for us. And God said, behold, check it out. I've opened a door for you. All you got to do now is walk through. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. It's just believe that what I'm saying to you is true, and then I'm going to cause that thing to be able to manifest for you. And you who were labored, I've got rest for you because the rest is the solution for the laboring that you've been doing. You who've been heavy laden, we learned that that word heavy laden means overburdened with ceremony. That we're going through all these different ceremonies. We're going through all these different rituals. We're going through all these different traditions of man, even in the midst of the word church, which none of these things bring the blessings of God in your hand. But this year, we're getting rid of all the ceremonies we stripping all that mess and it's time for us to get blessed I said we stripping all that mess and it's time for us to get blessed it's time for us to get past all these unnecessary steps and all these 14 steps of this and 19 steps of that and 24 steps to blessing bunk all that nonsense God says that my my yoke is easy and my burden is light and see all this is stuff that's laboring and causing us to be heavy laden so it must not be from God because God don't give burdens God's a burden remover and a yoke destroyer are you listening to me and he wants to come into our lives and cause us to be able to live the easy, happy life that he intended us for, the, for us to live. We're supposed to be blessed. Everybody say blessed. That word blessed means envied and admired. But stop and think about it. How many of us are actually envied and admired in the midst of circumstances and situations? How many people are walking around following us talking about I want to be like you and I want to do everything that you want to do? Come on up in here. You ain't got to give me no answer on that. I already know the answer. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But this year, you get a chance to be blessed. This year, everybody that mixes faith with the things that I'm going to tell you is going to get an opportunity to hear come out of somebody else's mouth that's going to come to you and say, I want to be just like you. I want to do exactly what you're doing. I want to have what you have. I want to be what you be. And I want to walk in what I see you walk in, which is total victory. We get a chance to be blessed. That word blessed also means happy. Everybody say happy. Happy. Oh, see, the church has been teaching you for years that you don't need to be happy. They are lying, they breath stank. Because the Bible teaches us that we're supposed to be happy also. I know happy, happiness is based upon happenings, but it's time for some happenings to make you happy. Are you listening to me? It's time for some happenings to make you happy. I mean, I mean, thank God for the joy that he's filled our heart with. Thank God for the joy that we've been having because it is our strength. But how about some happiness too? Lord, I got, how about some grinning Christians? I want to see some grinning Christians. I want to see some smiling Christians. I'm tired of all these Christians that look like they've been baptized in pickle juice. It's time for us to start smiling. And that smile to last for a while. Not to smile one day and be jacked up the next day. It's time to smile. It, everybody else got happenings? We need to have happenings. Lord, I got. And see, and I'm talking about godly happenings, of course. Praise God. There's a rest that's waiting for each and every one of us. And He wants us to be able to come unto Him and learn of Him. And He said, He will give us rest. Now this 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 rest that we're talking about has been promised for quite a while. And it's and it was spoken of in the Old Testament. And it, and, and 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 we know that the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed uh Old Testament is a New Testament concealed. But you can look back in the Old Testament after understanding the New Testament. You can look back up in the Old Testament and give, get more clarity and understanding of what's available to you as a result of you now understanding what has been promised you. So let's go back in the Old Testament and let's look and see uh, some of this uh, promise that has been promised to you. Because if this thing is true, then we can be able to look back and see it in the Old Testament too. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 14. Let's look a little deeper at this rest that God has planned for you and what comes as a result of you receiving this rest because I don't know if that fired any of y'all up bless God but that's fired me up I don't know if that fired any of y'all up so hopefully this might add a little bit more fuel to your fire so that you can have a desire to enter into the rest that God said is available to each and every one of us Isaiah chapter 14 let's start reading at verse 1 it says for the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. Everybody say, own land. own land. So I'll take that right there. Okay, okay, okay. He says, and we'll, and we'll choose Israel and set them in their own. I know I'll take that. Will you take that baby? Reverend, baby, Reverend, baby, you take that. Give me my own land. Amen. I, want, I mean, shoot, Texas got land every which way. It's time for us to have our own land. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's time to get fired up about having your own land. I'm tired of watching companies build up on stuff on land that's supposed to be ours. That's supposed to be ours. They're supposed to lease it from us to put their stuff up on it. Time to go get our land. San Antonio is ours. Surrounding areas are ours. Oh, yes, it is. It's ours, and it's time to go get it.
1: Well, that's all the that we have time for today. I hope that you're blessed for what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you learned a little bit more about the doors of opportunity that God has opened for us. I hope even more that your faith is rising a little bit more and the biblical fact that God is a God who opens doors for His. So, let's believe God's Word is true and benefit from the things that our loving God does for me and you. Let's walk through every door that He opens to me and you. Let's not miss out on a single thing that God has in store for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Erico 210-785-9238. That's Erico 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up into the church and then drop you off at home after it's open. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. We also invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Person Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month, for many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas Come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that will help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. 2 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There's no charge, but a free will often will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing Word waiting in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to the tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for
0: the Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.